when Jews were enslaved in Egypt, they were so assimilated in the Egyptian culture, they were worshiping idols just like Egyptians were. They were doing all the Egyptian things and they were lacking mitzvahs. They were not doing even basic mitzvahs. So when Jews were told to leave Egypt before they left, they were told to fulfill two commandments. What were they? First one was Brit Milah circumcision. The second one was Paschal sacrifice. The sacrifice that Jews were told to bring in Egypt before they left, but there was an interesting caveat. Usually, if you are supposed to bring an animal as a sacrifice, you go take an animal or buy an animal if you don't have one, and you bring it as a sacrifice. That's it. And that's how Jews were performing Paschal sacrifice throughout the years after they left Egypt. When they were in Egypt, they couldn't just take a lamb and bring it as a sacrifice right away. They were supposed to take it, bring it into their houses, keep it in their houses for four days, and then slaughter it as a sacrifice. That's a weird thing. Why do you tell a Jew to first bring it into your house, wait, and then sacrifice it? It sounds like a waiting period before you buy a gun or something, just to make sure that you are not doing it out of some impulse or something like that. So we have two types of commandments. There are commandments that are telling us to do something, like a commandment to put on tefillin or put a mezuzah on, on your door. Then we have commandments that prohibit you from doing something. For example, not to eat not kosher food, to work on Shabbat. So these are called negative commandments, negative in the sense that they are telling us not to do something, to stay away from something. These two types of commandments represent two types of work we are supposed to perform in, in this world. Number one, we are supposed to bring godliness into this world, bring good into this world. Number two, we are supposed to take the negative things of this world out of here. We need to stay away from the bad. So the positive commandments, the commandments that tell us to do something, bring the goodness into the world. The negative commandments, the ones that tell us not to do things, are telling us how to stay away from the evils of this world. Now, there's a difference between these two types of work. The positive side, bringing goodness into the world or bringing goodness into you, can be done for you, not done for you by others. You can do it because of the outside influences. This is why people often get inspired to do something. People are moved by something and they get up and do something that they would not even imagine doing before because of the positive influence that they received. Positive not in the sense that good or evil, but positive in the sense of that it's propelling them to do something. Very often people get inspired. What about getting rid of the bad things? Getting rid of the bad things, that cannot be done because you got influenced by others. This can be done only by you on your own. For example, if there is a kid who is misbehaving, he's doing all the wrong things that parents don't want him to do. I'm sure you, you have never met such kids, but you imagine that they do exist, right? So these kids are involved in terrible things. So what are parents doing? Parents are hoping to find something he would be inspired by, and then it's going to put him on the right track. Now, if the parents don't want him to do all the wrong things that he's doing, they could lock him up in the room that's going to be controlling him. And he'll stay in the room for exactly 
two hours because then he'll figure out how to jump out of the window or something. So they could control him, but there's nothing on the outside they can do that will help him get rid of these negative desires. This he has to do on his own. It cannot be done for him. When he will realize that these things are bad, this is when he will start working on it. But he has to figure it out on his own. It cannot come from outside. So now we see that there are two mitzvot, two commandments, that were given to the Jews before they were leaving Egypt. The first one was Brit Milah circumcision. Brit Milah, Brit, the word Brit in Hebrew means a union, a covenant. This is a covenant with God, and this brings godliness into us. We become holier. It's a positive commandment. We bring goodness into the world. And then there was a mitzvah of sacrificing a lamb. A lamb was an idol of Egyptians. We have to take the idols of Egyptians and kill it in front of their eyes. Not only do you have to do it, you also have to take it into your home. I'm sure they're going to be asking you, why are you doing it? And you have to tell them, hey, because in a couple of days, I'm going to be killing it. Not only that, you have to wait for four days. Why? Because God wants you to do it with a complete awareness of your actions because it has to come from you. So when Jews were in Egypt, they were supposed to take this lamb and keep it in their house for four days. Why? Because God wanted to make sure that they will be doing it with a complete awareness of what is being done. This act of taking evil out of this world has to be done by me fully comprehending what I'm doing. And as a juxtaposition, we can understand that Brit Milah, circumcision, is done to a boy when he is eight days old. Most of people, not all, but most of people, don't have a full grasp of veracity of what's going on. Maybe others are more advanced, but when I was eight days old, I, did, I definitely did not have any clue what was flying. Why is it? Because it is done for these kids, bringing good can and should be started before people even understand what's going on for them because the positive influences are usually coming from the outside. We need, it's our job when we already become older to make sure that we will be affected only by these positive influences and nothing bad is going to be affecting us. What about getting rid of the negative? That has to be done by me, fully understanding what I'm doing. And this is what leaving Egypt meant. Leaving Egypt was not just immigrating from one country to another. Leaving Egypt meant to abandon all the evils of slavery. So you can take a boy out of Russia, you cannot take Russia out of a boy. Why? Because very often people leave Russia, but Russia didn't leave them yet. You know, they ask an old lady in Brighton Beach, what do you think about America? She says, eh, we don't travel there that often. So... They still live in Russia. They geographically moved to a different country, but they still live in Russia. So Jews could have geographically moved to a different country, but they would have still lived in Egypt. Why? Because when you leave Egypt, you are now a free person, and God brings you to the land of Israel. That's something that God does for you. That's a positive influence. God took us out of Egypt. That's why we always say that he did it for us. We didn't do it on our own. God did it for us. But then God says, hey guys, I did my part, but there is something you have to do. And without your work, it's not going to happen. The negative 
influences of Egypt that you were affected with, you need to now take out of yourself. You have to do it. And this is the only way how you leave slavery. You cannot leave slavery just because somebody from the outside is opening the door for you and says, now run, you are a free man. You have to do this work on your own. And this is what the Paschal sacrifice was. And this is why Jews in Egypt had to wait for four days before they would bring it because God wanted to make sure that they would do it with full understanding of what was going on. But then in subsequent generations, we can take it and sacrifice it right away. We don't have to wait because that level of evil that needed to be combated while we were in Egypt was already taken care of. We still have to fight evil, but a lesser evil, a smaller evil than the one that was in Egypt.